You're listening to episode number 70 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to dive deep into how you can actually handle distractions and interruptions that come your way while you're actually sitting down to work. Because if I'm being honest, this happens so often. And last week, we talked about how to set the tone for your work blocks, and then actually how to follow through. So this follow-up episode today is going to be so incredibly helpful and beneficial as you are learning how to get more done and be more efficient in less time. So if you're ready for some new strategies and perspective shifts, let's get right into it. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to maximize your productivity and find peace in motherhood and business. That way you can have time for the things that really matter, like binging your favorite show and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I hope that you are having an absolutely incredible week so far. At the time of recording this episode, it is summer break for my kiddos. And if you've been following along on my journey, it's actually the beginning of our homeschool journey. I have decided to homeschool my kids. And so this is basically going to be the forever summer and there's no end in sight. And I'm actually so excited about it. But of course, with this new season of our life comes a little bit more of a difficult time, right? I have to restructure my time. I have to rethink things and I have to really focus in on these distractions and interruptions that constantly and inevitably come up, especially when having my kids at home all the time. Now, as you follow along with me on this journey, you will understand, and maybe you have already heard me talk about this, that I am always going to give it to you straight. I'm always going to tell you guys exactly what I'm experiencing, and I want to be real with you guys. I want you to not just see the picture-perfect highlight reel. I don't want to just share my wins with you, but I also want to share my struggles with you, one of which being I just recently put out an episode called My Incredibly Accidental Yet Effective Discipline Hack, and I've decided not to do it anymore. It pains me to say that, you guys, because I hate putting stuff out in the world and then changing my mind. But I want you guys to know and I want to share this with you because it's okay to change your mind. You do not have to stay stuck where you are. You do not have to do the things that you always used to do because you want to stay true to your word. Because that's how you stay stuck and stagnant. And so I wanted to share this with you guys today Because I want you to know that I am human just like you and that 
I try things that work for a short time and then I realize, you know what, this is not working. And so one of those things is that star system. And the reason why it's not working for me anymore is because I was focusing so much on the reward and the consequence than on the relationship with my children. I was focusing so much on getting them to give me the desired behavior instead of focusing on the underlying issues. And all of these things I knew, right? But I got clouded by other people's um, voices and their judgment and not even so much judgment on me, but just like judgment on the my parenting style as a whole. And I started to question and second guess everything. And so I think this was just yesterday, two days ago. No, maybe it was just yesterday. You guys, I just decided, you know what? My kids are bickering. They're fighting all the time. This is not the life I want. Like, what am I going to do? So I just completely told my kids, we're not doing the star system anymore. And I kind of honestly felt like a weight was lifted off their shoulder. And they were like, okay. Like, they didn't care. And they just are feel so, I feel like, free from the stress and the pressure that I was putting on them. So I just want to share that with you guys that it's okay to change your mind and it's okay to try something new. I also want to share with you guys some super exciting news. I know I've already been teasing it in previous episodes about this new like shift and this new direction that I am taking the purpose gathering which is so scary, by the way, because I have spent the last two years building a community for service-based mompreneurs. And now I'm niching down and focusing specifically on mom photographers. And I'm going to be doing a relaunch of my podcast next week. And it's scary, you guys, because I basically have to start over in regards to building my audience and rethinking my content. Now, let me explain to you what that relaunch means. So essentially, my all of my messaging is going to be geared towards mom photographers because my new offering is going to be for mom photographers, which is a group coaching program that helps overwhelmed mamas who have a side hustle photography business, it helps them take it to the next level and become the CEO in their home life, but also in their business and to start to take their business seriously and create a sustainable and profitable business. And so um, this new direction is so exciting. And I want you guys to know that if you're listening to this and you are not a photographer, you're still going to be getting a ton of value from this podcast. And what I would love from those of you who are continuing to listen to this podcast is to reach out to me and let me know who you are, because I think it is so incredible that in today's society, we can learn so much from so many different people near and far. And so I would love to hear from you and know who you are and just say thank you for supporting me on this journey and following me, even though you might not have a photography business. And I'm just so thrilled, honestly, that you guys have decided to hang out with me for this long. I also would love for you to share this podcast with any friends that you have that are photographers so that they can grow deeper in their photography business and get back that time and money money freedom that we are all 
looking for. So I just wanted to share that personal piece of my life with you guys. I get so many comments and so many replies to emails when I get more personal. And so I hope that you guys enjoy that part of my life and that you guys, you know, you come here to learn, but you also come to connect as well. So let's get into today's topic, which is handling those distractions and interruptions that are just inevitable. So I want you to get your mind right right now. I want you to think about when you're sitting down to get to work, you've put the baby to sleep, your kids are doing quiet time, you have a sitter, the kids are in bed, whatever the case may be, you finally have this quiet time to get some work done. I want you to first switch your phone to airplane mode Don't worry about those missed calls and messages. And I want you to check your planner and stay focused. Now, let me back up a little bit because if you don't already have this regular routine of setting your week up for success, I want you to, after this episode, check out episode number 50, which is plan your week like a CEO. And this is really going to walk you through step by step how to make sure that you are keeping track of your tasks and that you are categorizing them by focus. So instead of categorizing them by priority, categorize them by how much attention that they need undivided from you. And so these are the tasks that you should be working on right now when you sit down and you have your quiet work block. So once you pull out your planner and you have the tasks at hand that you're working on that day, I want you to make sure that you are staying out of your inbox. (laughs) This is really hard for me. You get those dings on your phone, which should be on airplane mode. But even if you're on your computer, you still might get those notifications that you have emails. I also noticed that when I don't want to work on a specific task, maybe it's a little bit hard. I find myself creeping into my inbox and just doing those busy work tasks because it makes me feel like I'm productive. But I want you to make sure that you're out of your inbox. Also make sure that you have only open the tab that you're using right then. And I know this can feel so hard, but if you need to just open a brand new window Because when I see all those different tabs on my computer, I get so overwhelmed. And so just having what you're working on in that moment will be so helpful. I also want you to periodically ask yourself, what am I working on right now? What am I working on right now? And if you cannot answer within three seconds what you're working on right now, then you are multitasking and you are working on more than one thing, and that is absolutely detrimental to your productivity. So you need to stop what you're doing and refocus and repeat to yourself. I am working on creating a new email template for my marketing campaign. I am working on creating a new email template for my marketing campaign. Like, Whatever you have to do to remind yourself, you could even write it on a sticky note. Like, this is what I'm working on right now because it's so easy to get distracted and to think about something and say, oh, shoot, I have to do this one thing really quick or I'm going to forget. When those things pop into your mind, I want you to add them 
to your master task list. And I've talked about that before in episode 36, which is how to maximize your productivity with minimal time. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go check that out. I will be sure to link it in the show notes with the other complimentary episodes as well. However, I do know that things come up, those essential things that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this right this second. Everything feels so dire in the moment, but what I recommend is setting a timer or an alarm on your phone that is reminding you to do that crucial thing. But whatever you do, try so hard to avoid just stopping what you're doing and attending to that one small task because what's going to happen is it's going to be so much harder for you to get re-engaged with what you were working on. So just stay absolutely focused on that one thing that you are working on, which is that email template. Remember, don't forget. I also want you to think about scheduling time to check your email because this is something that I still struggle with and it's something that I think is so important because we're constantly checking our email, aren't we? We want to know who needs us and it's not even, I'm going to back up, it's not even that we want to check our email, it's that we innately just click on the email and if you have email notifications sent to your phone it's even more tempting to check your email. And so I know this is a little bit of a tangent and I kind of am talking about checking email in general instead of checking email during your work block because of course you should be on airplane mode right now when you're in your work block. But I just think it's so important for us to have those scheduled times that we're dedicated to checking our email because it can be so easy to just live in your inbox And that is not how you want to be spending your time as the CEO of your business. I also want you to think about putting in some earplugs or some earbuds with soft music. So if you have kids that are in your home, running around playing, maybe you have a sitter that comes to the house or your kids are just playing quietly. I say quietly. That probably isn't always the case, right? Okay, they're playing as quietly as they can. You might want to drown out some of that noise so you're not distracted. And I've mentioned this in previous episodes before, but putting instrumental music on instead of music with lyrics can sometimes be more calming. I don't know about you guys, but when I listen to music with lyrics, I want to sing along and then I'm not as focused on what I'm working on. Um, It just kind of can sometimes feel overwhelming when I'm listening to music with words. So soft instrumental music is perfect. Okay, now let's talk about interruptions. Now these could be interruptions that are in the middle of your work block Or they could be interruptions that happen before your scheduled work block. Let me give you an example, for instance. There have been times before where my sitter has canceled and I am left with my child and I have a photo shoot. And what do you do when your schedule is interrupted like that? What about your child comes home sick. And so you had this glorious workday planned and you get a phone call from the front office and your child is sick. This has happened to me several times or they've gotten hurt. And in the middle of my workday, I have to stop everything that I'm doing and go pick up my child. This happens. So the first tip that I wanna give you 
is to expect interruptions. They are inevitable. They're going to happen. And you have to learn how to adapt and be flexible. I also want you to leave margin in your schedule. So don't plan things so close together. Don't plan so many appointments in one day. Don't plan so much so close because you need to leave white space in your schedule. You need to have the time in your schedule for things to go wrong because they will. I personally leave white space margin on my calendar. I have a paper calendar. It's the happy planner. I love it so much, but that is a topic for another day because I could speak about it forever. But I basically write in a box that just says like miscellaneous or catch up time because I want to have those spaces in my time block in case things run a little bit late. And I actually have that space. You might even have to leave days or weeks in between things to give yourself that padding. What do you do if your spouse needs something from you or there's a family emergency or your kids come into your office and they're screaming and fighting and hurting each other? You have to be able to adapt and respond. Something that has been super helpful for me whenever I'm getting ready to start a work block is to front load connection with my kids. Kids inevitably interrupt for attention. They interrupt when they don't feel like they've had enough one-on-one connection with you. Kids also argue and fight with their siblings for attention. And so if you can give your children the positive attention that they need beforehand, they will be less likely to interrupt and bother you during your work block. If you want to dive deeper into attention and positive attention, check out episode 10, The Four Things Your Kids Need the Most. It's an incredible episode where I break down the attention and why it's so important and how you can give your kids the attention that they need in advance. This next step is also crucial, which is enforcing work-life boundaries. So setting your kids up for success after you have front-loaded that connection with them, give them the expectations of what you're about to do. Let them know that you're getting ready to head into a work block. I always preface this with my kids to say like, hey, mommy has um, a work block now. I'm going to be working from 9 to 11. Feel free to come, you know, chat with me if you guys have any struggles or any problems. But ideally, the more focused work time that I get, the less time I'll have to add on to my work block. So if I get interrupted with my kids and I have to go help them, that's totally fine. I don't mind. I am so used to those interruptions. I have learned to adapt and be flexible, but I have to add that time on to my work block at the end. And they know that. And so letting them know like, hey, If I can get my work block done in the two hours that I have set aside and you guys can play for those two hours, then, you know, this is what we'll do when we're done. We'll go to the library or I'll take you over to grandma's and we'll go swimming, like giving them something to look forward to so that they know, hey, at the end of this work block, there's going to be some fun 
for our family. And it's not just this this perpetual back and forth of, okay, well, the kids are finally settled down. I'm going to go work for 20 minutes. Like if you establish these work blocks and you start to enforce a boundary around it, your children will learn how to adapt. I think we so often don't give our children credit for their ability to adapt. We kind of fall to their needs and we're like, okay, well, I guess my kid just needs me or, you know, I guess they, they're not ready to be independent yet. And a lot of it comes down to consistency, creativity, and just making sure that we establish routines and boundaries and just, like I said, consistently enforce them. All right, my next tip for you guys here is to overestimate your deadlines. I think this can be so difficult for everyone, but especially like I'm just thinking about experience that I've had is I tend to want to get things off my plate quickly. And so I will give myself unrealistic deadlines and then I will be stressed when I don't get it done. And so overestimating your deadline and saying like, hey, you know, I think I can get this project done in one week, but I'm going to give myself two weeks before it actually needs to be done because I want to make sure that I am not stressing out to get it done just in the nick of time. And I want to be able to do my best work. So if I need to go back and tweak something, then I have the time to do that. But just to clarify, because I don't want to send you guys the wrong message, I'm not saying to give yourself so much extra time that you end up spending all that time to get it done. What I am saying is leave those blank spaces in your schedule. So you're still going to have that one week timeline set aside. You're going to break down those work blocks each day that you have set aside to work, and you're going to actually time those work blocks. Because I've mentioned in previous episodes, we tend to spend as much time as we're given to complete a task. And so I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I'm not saying that you should take all that extra time to complete the task. I'm just saying to leave yourself space in case things come up and you need that extra time. And the last thing I want to touch on here is you're going to have to adjust your schedule. There are going to be times that you have to move tasks to another day. You're going to have to reschedule appointments. You're going to have to find more pockets of time, possibly, if you haven't left enough margin. So maybe you're going to have to work at night, or maybe you're going to have to work on the weekend to make up that lost time. That's 100% okay, as long as you don't make this a habit. And I think that's the biggest key here is to make sure that you are expecting the interruptions, that you're being flexible, but that you're also leaving margin for those things to go wrong. And then you're overestimating your deadlines and you're adjusting your schedule. That way you have this freedom, I guess, is the word I kind of am looking for here is you don't feel so overwhelmed. You don't feel so tied down to your schedule. You don't feel so frustrated all the time when you do get interrupted because you know that you have a plan in place for what you're going to do when that does happen. So I hope that you have found today's episode to be helpful and hopefully it's inspired you to 
put a new plan into action when you sit down for your work blocks and kind of give you a new perspective of how to handle those interruptions and what you can do to avoid being so distracted. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. I always love seeing your posts and being able to connect with you further over there on Instagram. And I cannot wait until next week for the relaunch of the Purpose Gathering podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for always being so supportive. And I can't wait until next time. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you. And you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. For more resources and to become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com resources. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave me a review on iTunes. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find the show. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.